0: the vibes we are back for another week of the hoop genius podcast presented by nba 2k22 as always if you don't have a copy already hit the link in the bio support the show and get your copy bj how you doing today sir you know mo it's another week
1: these weeks are going by so fast every day we're talking basketball
0: and it is another one Listen this, it's another week. Episode number 41 this year.
1: Man, this is unbelievable. But but Epi- I want to thank the people because they could be doing anything. They could be listening somewhere or doing something else, but they rocking with us, mo And it's, that's, you know what? I just blessing. want to get a love back. And I say this with great humility. Thank you to the listeners. And every day, you know, I can sit here and tell you guys you know, Mo does a phenomenal job and I really appreciate you guys for taking the time to listen and uh, having fun with us because truly this is a blessing to be able to, to talk our talk, talk it, put it out there into the universe. And, uh, but thank you guys for taking the time to listen.
0: And thank you as well, BJ. I was thinking about this the other day. I thought what a blessing it is to have a former NBA player on the show, but not only a former NBA player, one of the few from your era who shows love to the new generation instead of oh, coming on no here every episode and saying they couldn't have played in my day? So <laughs> <laughs> no names mentioned. I'm just, I just had to get that off
1: my chest. No names mentioned. <laughs> hey, 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 mo, leave my people alone now, mo, leave my people
0: alone. <laughs> but, but you know, speaking Literally of, <laughs> speaking of love for the next generation, BJ is obviously out in the states. I'm here in the UK, but BJ gets the chance to see firsthand some of the next generation of stars. He's seen some college athletes. BJ, last week you went to see Chet Holmgren play live yep, and direct yep. in person. What did you think of Chet? Because he's projected to be one of the top picks in this year's draft. Well,
1: without question, Mo, you know, he's one of the top players in this draft. And, you know, the number one pick, Mo, how we think about the number one pick is not really the number one pick anymore because you could get, you know, the same pick now in the second round could be Jokic. Mm. You could get a pick outside of the lottery who turns out to be Giannis. Mm. So the number one pick, how we used to think about it, where you would get a Shaquille O'Neal or Patrick Ewing or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and those players, it's not the same because of this thing we call development. Right. You don't know who's going to be the best player four or five years from today. Yeah. And that is the key and unfortunately, Mo, no one ever gets the chance to have four or five years to develop these players, right? You're drafting these young players for someone else, like Mo, when he becomes a GM, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Your draft pick is probably being drafted (laughs) right now. But all jokes aside, Chet Holmgren is worthy of a lottery pick. Yep. How great he's going to be, that will be determined by his development because he's seven-one, incredibly skilled, Knows how to play, has a great feel for the game. But if there's anything that I could say more, which is the obvious, he just needs time to grow into his body. Yeah, and you, you don't size. know. Yeah, he needs to put on a little. I mean, he can't be more than two hundred pounds, right? For you, for you guys you know, who don't, don't
0: know, we're talking about a unicorn kind of build player. You know?
1: Yes. Yeah, he's seven one. He's literally seven one one ninety five or something like that. But incredibly skilled, great touch, three point range. Nice hands, left hand, right hand. Jump. He's got he's he's got every tool in the toolbox. Mm-hmm. Now, when will his body catch up so that he could utilize those tools in an NBA game?
0: That is the question mark. There's a couple other players who have got a lot of buzz around them right now. I'm going to give you two names. I just want to get your takes on that. Okay, the first one being Jabari Smith because you called me At the other Auburn. day and yeah, you had a, you had a lot of a lot of good things to say about him. So what's your take on him? 6'10". Terrific NBA athlete.
1: He's strong. He has an NBA body right now. Right, he's, he's ready to play in an NBA game right now. He looks as if, Mo, he can come out in an NBA game today and score 20 plus.
0: Man, the kid was born in 03 and he looks like a full-on yeah. grown man.
1: Yeah, he's it, got good size to him. You know, he's, he, 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 he's a, he's a, he's a man. He's, he's, he, you know, he's going to get, he's going to fill out, but he's already big. Nice, nice jump shot. Nice skill at six ten can put it on the floor, has a little post game, nice elevation. And he's a score. I mean, he looks like Mo he could easily come out in, in his career and get 30,000 points. Wow. That's crazy. He, he looks like that type of player, you know, now again, he's only a freshman. Again, you don't know what's going to happen, where he goes, the type of coaching. Cause you got to remember, they may look a certain way, but they're still babies. Yeah. And so a lot of things has to happen. But Mo, if he came in the NBA and had a 15, 16 year career and scored 30,000 points, it wouldn't shock me. Man. He is that talented because he can score that basketball He's a nice rebounder in traffic, Mo. And you know what I really like about him? He gives you a nice effort on the defensive end.
0: That's what's the major he can key. He move his feet. That's yeah, the major so,
1: key. I mean, he, he's a he's a very talented. Now, Mo, he looks as if, you know, he could be the number one pick because his body is ready to play.
0: Yeah, I hear it. He's ready to play. Well, okay. you know, at the moment, the debate is centered around Jabari Smith and another kid playing out of Duke right now, Paolo Banchero.
1: BJ, yes
0: yes because he's he's the the top name coming out of this draft i need to get your opinion from what you've seen so far well you know up there in seattle they've had some really nice players
1: you know whether it's jason terry um you know jamal crawford isaiah, know, thomas. Really nice, isaiah thomas really, isaiah uh, thomas the kid from portland i can't think of his name brandon um Ingram. no no not brandon, brandon from portland. Not from portland. i played a uh, no no uh Brandon
0: uh Knight
1: two guard he had had knee he had knee uh problems Brandon Knight uh no played for the Portland trailblazers he used to he he had to retire because of knee injury knee uh, Brandon, Brandon, Roy. Brandon uh Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy yeah 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 Brandon yeah, yeah. Roy that's a little throwback oh, man, from I'm, the 2000s yeah 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 sorry yeah I, it was so they've had a really nice you know group of players that have come out of the Seattle area he fits right into it mm-hmm. okay he's 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 a big kid you know he mo he's a big kid like you know he looks like he's a four or five year veteran right now yeah big Strong. body like like Strong. Car- like carmelo anthony big you know what i mean yep. like big kid just a big just a big body you know yeah um, good footwork he may not be an elite athlete like you know, when i say elite i'm talking like you know he's not explosive like Zion he's not long like you know Giannis but he is a strong athlete he's what we would consider in the scouting terminology he's a ground athlete he yep. will be able to hold his space he should be able to post up he should be able to overpower smaller players who don't weigh as much as him and he should be able to play through contact um if you told me he was a number one pick I couldn't argue right yep. it would basically come down to whose game do you think will translate, whose game will translate better to the NBA game. You know, he's getting excellent coaching, even though it's only for six months or so down there, Duke, Coach K. And he is a, he's a player. He's a terrific mm-hmm. player. Good hands, nice feet. You know, he's a, he's a, I would, I would consider him an above average athlete, but I wouldn't consider him like a great athlete, you know, sneaky. He's like Carmelo. You know, you be like, oh, every now and then. And, when you and Carmelo, Carmelo, if you, if know, you guys do don't
0: know, Carmelo is so much stronger than you would think. That's why he has yeah, so much yeah, success yeah. on that elbow and on that block.
1: Absolutely, Carmelo. You know, I saw Carmelo as a as a freshman at Syracuse, and you know, he's 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 always had the ability to play inside and out. Well, this kid has the same. Well, so I'm interested to see what he's going to do and and how he, how his game is really going to translate to the pro
0: game because you know he he's. He's without
1: question, he's ready to play in
0: the NBA. Well, there's a few months until the draft, but Paolo Banchero has already made history because he's the first college basketball player to appear in NBA 2K. Wow,
1: congratulations. I've got to
0: share this with the listeners because right now, power within is here and it's time for you to discover your true potential. Fight alongside Kevin Durant, Rui Hachimura, and Paolo Banchero to unleash your strength in pursuit of success and new rewards. Throughout your journey on NBA 2K22, you'll see new sights around the world and have the chance to push yourself in all new events. If you successfully complete your mission of reaching level 40, you'll feel an overwhelming sense of accomplishment. But more importantly, you'll earn an amazing apparel, a futuristic hoverboard, a colorful grand prize. And this is just a taste of what lies in store for you. So make sure you're ready to get started, unleash your power, and earn all new rewards in season five, Power Within. Now, I'm going to tell you guys firsthand, reaching level 40 in any season of NBA 2K22 is a grind because I struggle to get up there. So when you do hit that level 40, you feel on top of the world because you know you put the work in mm-hmm. to take your my player to the next level. Let me just give you some key features. DJ, this this might not translate to you, but let me give the fans and the players some key features of this new season. You can encounter new quests, cutting-edge rewards, and environment updates around the city and the Cancha del Mar with new murals and court floors. Rewards include animation packs, seasonal apparel, badge points, and a futuristic hoverboard at level 30 before you make your push up to level 40. And if you play my team, My Team Season 5 will also feature the return of dynamic rating cards, a new domination tier, new coaches, an anime-themed mural to complete, and a first 99 overall Dark Matter award for reaching level 40. In other words, Season 5 of NBA 2K22 is super, super lit. So if you haven't yet Please do go and get your copy by hitting the link in the description. It helps us support the show because NBA 2K22 support us. So if you love the show and you enjoy this, let me just give you guys some context right now. It's two 30 in the morning. BJ and I were on TV from six in the evening up until 1130 came home, caught up on a few of the games. And now we're recording this in the middle of the night. So it's ready for you when you wake up. So if you do enjoy the show and you don't already have NBA 2K22 yet, make sure you go and get your copy. But BJ, before we get to the draft, and whilst our play, our fans are playing NBA 2K22, there is an important conversation we need to have. Mm. Mm. A new favorite has emerged in the Eastern Conference. Before the season, Brooklyn had a lot of hype. Milwaukee are the reigning champs. But right now, we've reached the end game of what they called the process. Now, the process involved many years of hard tanking for Sixer fans to try and get high draft picks. And it didn't really work out because they've only kept one of those high draft picks. But that one high draft pick may very well be enough for them to win a championship because that one high draft pick is a man by the name of Joel Embiid. Another high draft pick that they had in Ben Simmons was recently traded for James Harden. We've now seen two games of Embiid and Harden playing together BJ Armstrong described it as scary hours. So oh. question to you. <laughs> let me put this question to you, BJ. The Sixers are now the favorites to win the Eastern Conference. Do you agree? Well,
1: well, first of all, I'm too old to have that term in my vocabulary <laughs> scary hours <laughs>
0: Shouts to J. J. I
1: like it though I do I, I do like it though you know every time you say it it, it it makes me laugh so scary hours now you know Mo I had a coach once you know the late text winners hall of fame coach legendary every game I played with him and for him, he would say this at the end of at the end of every speech that the head coach would give. He would say, "Hey, men, no one's ever won the game in the locker room." <laughs> <laughs> That's and facts. Mo, Mo, he would say this every eighty-two games a year and every playoff game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He would say, "Men." No one's ever won a game in the locker room. Now, Mo, we've made all the trades now. Mm-hmm. Mo, we've we've said what it's going to be. We told everybody it's going to be scary hours. <laughs> it's going to be this guy's going to do this. This guy has been crowned champion. This team is going to do this. Okay, Mo.
0: The game will be determined. On that floor yes but what okay. we've seen on that floor in these last now, two uh, games
1: now what, we've is seen what we on need this to floor, discuss now, 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 now let's discuss this okay now ladies and gentlemen this is a discussion i wish everybody could you know chime in because it's a group discussion
0: let us know your thoughts on social 20, media
1: yes please do Sweet we us. got about 20 games left yeah this is what I love about what I've seen in two games. Without question, this is Joel Embiid's team. Mm-hmm. Okay? Numero uno. Without, uh, uno. Without question, Doc Rivers has said this to Joel Embiid. To, I'm sorry, James Harden. This is how we play here. What you did in Houston, what they said about you in Brooklyn. Doesn't matter. This is how we play here. Yep. And James Harden has clearly bought in. Now, Mo, I, I could I could go on and on and on this, but I'm going to say this, Mo, because, you know, a lot of times when you see something, Mo, you just got to say it. Call it like you see it. Joel Embiid is the best offensive option in the entire NBA this year. Correct. I don't think no there's one any can... dispute. He's, he's on a tour mode. I call it the unstoppable tour. No one can stop him on the offensive end. He is the most dominant offensive player in the NBA. He reminds me of like Shaq now. He's mm-hmm. playing with force. He has he's and, and he's, he's, got hitting, he's hitting the,
0: the threes and the jumps that Shaq. He's hitting the, hit. the
1: threes, he's hitting the twos, he's hitting the post game. He's on, he's working on all cylinders right now. But let me tell you something that I've seen and it's only taken me one game to see it because I, co- I told you this after one game and I'm going to tell you now after two games and I now I'm going to stand on it. James Harden is the best second option in Easily. the entire NBA. It's not even a question. Because no, okay. on any other team, he's the he's, first, he's, first option. The first option. He is the best second option in the NBA. And right now, Moe, I don't know if there's another team when you get to the last four minutes of a game that's going to have a team or a player that can stop one of them, which is JoJo. I don't think anybody can stop JoJo. There's only one player. It's only was oh, yes. there's, there's two players. Oh, yeah. There's one player that I know that can match up with him is Giannis. But I don't know if Giannis can stop this one. I don't think so. And then – there's another player that every player has his kryptonite, and his and name is Al Horford.
0: There we go. Al, Al. Horford. And he now, plays for? Uncle Al. And he plays for?
1: Uncle, Uncle Al knows something. There's a, and, every player.
0: And, and he plays for? The
1: Boston Celtics. Who also have? Who
0: your guy, the Time Lord, right? Is the, they've got the Time Lord,
1: but that's my oh, even they I'm got thinking. your guy, Marcus Smart, right? Your other Marcus, guy, you're Marcus Smart, Smart. <laughs> James Harden
0: hates playing against Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. I remember one no, game. What Houston played in the Garden, and the Celtics won the game because Smart drew two offensive fouls on back-to-back possessions from James Harden. James Harden hates playing hey, Marcus hey, Smart, so okay, That's what I'm, I'm saying. happy. It, 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 yes, but now, we digress. We digress. Let's get back to it. Yes, the Sixers.
1: So James Harden and and Joel Embiid. They are a major problem. They have my attention. Correct. They have my attention because that game is going to slow down in the playoffs, favor Philly. That game is going to go to getting the, the ball to your best player. They got two players. They James Harden can play under the shot clock with five seconds. He's a terrific passer. And I'm telling you guys this as well. This little kid, Maxie, he has a lot of speed. And he has a lot of quickness. And he's forced everybody else on that team, including James Harden, to play to his pace.
0: Out in transition. Okay. Maxi the two games played with Harden, he's got over 20 points in both of them. And he is on one efficient. of
1: the unique players. Yeah, he's one of the unique players, Mo. I'm just going to say this last thing, that can play on the ball and off the ball, which is a plus because it meshes beautifully with James Harden. And James Harden... Doc Rivers, and I love this about Doc. Doc is not going to bend to James Harden. James, this is how we play. James Harden is playing the game the right way. He's passing the ball. He's playing defense, and he's giving effort and things I've never seen him do. So I like what I see. I think they are a problem. If you ask me right now today, I think they're the best team in the Eastern Conference. Jeez big statement. I, I and 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 Mo, I never thought I would say that. But this kid Jojo Joel Embiid right now you got to double him. Bam Brooke Lopez Andre Drummond no you cannot you have to have a you got you got to have a, a two or three headed monster to deal with Joel Joel Embiid. He fouled out two guys today. Yep, both Nick got centers the fouled line, out Mo, with like nine what, minutes five, left in the 25
0: th- Yeah, he got 25 to the or 26, no, no, no. twenty six. he got to line thirty one times. Is it thirty one? Mo, it was thirty one, and he made 24, yeah. 25 of them. No, uh, Mo, is this insane? is this is a problem, Mo. This is a serious problem,
1: and he's getting and rounding into shape.
0: My mistake. He went twenty three from twenty seven, but the point still yeah, that's stands. What I'm saying, Mo. And Mo, he could have got, got to the no line more. twenty-seven.
1: Days. He, he could have yes. got that. So he
0: only played 36 so, minutes.
1: I love it. I love what Doc is doing. They found. Now they have two guys. They got two legit guys.
0: When and I say then, legit,
1: they're two stars,
0: and they mesh okay? well together. That two-man game, that pick and roll, the dribble handoffs, pick and pop, you name it, they getting buckets in it every time down the floor. Oh, and, and, and Mo, the think
1: about line. this. Now, this is this is what's really is concerning to me, Mo. It's during the season. They haven't had, like, practices. They can't, like, be putting in complicated things. This is what I'm saying, Mo. Give them about three days where they know they
0: can put in a few counters. Yeah, because right <laughs> now it's just- very simple action. It's someone, Embiid mm-hmm. with the ball at the top, mm-hmm. someone setting a pin down on Harden, Harden curls off the pin down and receives the dribble handoff. If it's not that, it's Harden with the ball in his hands, and Embiid sets a screen for him at the top. It's very simple well, can, actions, but very effective actions. And can I say this too? Mo? I, I want to say this. It's always important to
1: play for with a purpose. James Harden looked like he's playing to prove something right now. Yeah. And I think how he left Brooklyn, I see a little twinkle in his eye right now. Yeah. I think he wants that action. JoJo, I know, wants all of the action. And I, I'm here for it. Mm. He's got something to prove right now. And you know what?
0: Go ahead. Mid-season trades are difficult to make work. But I mm-hmm. think about the Raptors, the year they won a championship. They knew they had a talented squad and they knew they had one superstar, in Kawhi Leonard, leading them. But what really cemented them in a championship was when they traded for Mark the Soul just before the deadline. I think about the Milwaukee Bucks last year. They knew they had a solid squad. They knew they had a clear superstar in Giannis. And then they traded for PJ Tucker. And now the Sixers have gotten traded for a player who's much better than an aging Marcus soul or a PJ Tucker. They've gotten traded, but bear in mind, they already had a squad that was sitting at third, one or two games behind first place in the Eastern Conference and an MVP candidate. And then they've got and added one of the best scorers of a generation to this squad. And I really think right now, if we look at the playoff picture in the Eastern Conference, every team kind of has some level of flaws. Now, I'm not saying Philly is a flawless team, but what I mean is Brooklyn, I have no idea what they're going to look like. And I think that it's going to work very well. Ben Simmons and Kevin Durant, I think it's going to work perfectly. But KD's still not back. Will there be enough time for them to mesh together before the playoffs? I'm not so sure. The Milwaukee Bucks do not look like what we expected the defending champions to look like the game I, they I, lost against Brooklyn the other night at yes, home. Yes. And Brooklyn only had Kyrie Irving playing. was very concerning for me. And and you said yes, it best I earlier before the you. show, you said yes. to me, well, they're without two of their starting five from their championship run. Right. PJ yeah, Tucker, who's right. now in Miami and um, obviously well, Brooke yes. Lopez, who's out injured. Now, speaking of the Miami heat and, and acquiring PJ Tucker, I think they're a very solid team. They're first in the yes. conference They're coach by Eric Spolster but the thing, my concern with them, they don't have the superstar. And we all know in the playoffs, the superstars can't shine. Now, Jimmy Butler's a great player. Don't get me wrong. Yes, he, he is not on the tier of a Kevin Durant or a Giannis Antetokounmpo or a Joel MB. That's my worry with the Miami Heat. Then the Chicago Bulls, I worry about them defensively on the interior. If they can get Lonzo and Caruso back, that's great point of attack defenders. But on the inside, I worry about them defensively. The Cleveland Cavaliers I worry about their lack of experience slightly, although I think they could cause an upset and a surprise. The Boston Celtics, I'm not worried about them, but that's a conversation for a (laughs) different day. And the Raptors could cause someone some problems in the first round with their lengthy defenders. But I still think the Raptors are one piece away. I feel like the Raptors are one piece away. from. I think they're in a similar position to what they were in before they traded for Kawhi. But with all of that being said, the Philadelphia 76ers should be scaring people. Because not only the two-man game that we've discussed If you simply throw the ball to Joel Embiid on the post He's getting a bucket on anyone You have to bring a double team to him And if you double from the corner You're leaving a shooter open If you double from the weak side Not only is he tall enough to see over everyone And throw those passes He's mastered He hit it a couple times this evening in the game I don't know if you noticed But he's mastered the turnaround, fading jump shot, going baseline, and I feel it feels like I've never seen him miss one of those. When two defenders come to him, he's turning over his right shoulder, or he's turning over his left shoulder, fading towards the baseline, and it's just pure money. His bag is so deep for a player his size. I've never seen a player his size with a bag this deep. With the handles, the turnarounds, the fades, everything he's got going on, terrifying. Then James Harden, like what what we saw against the Minnesota Timberwolves in his first game, down the stretch. He said, just put a ball in my hands. He had four three-pointers downstretch that he made. Two of them became four-point plays. And the thing is with James Harden is you know that step-back's inevitable and you still can't stop it. But what I love is Tyrese Maxey. As you said, his pace. And Harden is finding him in transition for easy looks. Because before, when he'd get out in transition, he'd be kind of glancing at Embiid saying, should I pass it to Embiid when he catches up with me? Or glancing at Doc Rivers, I don't really know what to do. Now Harden's on the floor, Harden gets the ball in his hands, Maxi gets out to run and it's almost like NFL. Harden just pings that pass down the court to his receiver and he catches it. He's great at finishing around the bucket with either hand. So, I'm very excited to see what the Sixers do. And I think with time, Tobias Harris can only improve. He can't get worse than he did today. Yes. He didn't score a yeah, single bucket he, until the final few seconds of the game.
1: Yeah. And he has he, to figure it out. He's good. He can't he get will. worse. I, he will. He will figure. I, I think, dude, look, he's a really, really good basketball player. And listen. You know, Mo, one of the things that really stood out to me today, because we're talking about everything that he did, I told you after the first quarter today, I said, if I'm Doc Rivers, I'm really concerned because the New York Knicks had 35 points at the end of the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Okay, they had 35 points, you know? And, and, and look, every team has good players. That's too many points for a team yep. like Philadelphia. When We're they sure got to the, the fourth quarter. Yeah, if you're talking about being serious. when But in the fourth quarter, the New York Knicks only scored 20 points. Joel Embiid had four block shots. Joel Embiid is just as dominant when he wants to be on the defensive end as he could be on the offensive end. Yep. This, and, and listen, you're not coming into the paint when Joel Embiid is set up. And why? How? And this and here, here's why I say this. The Philadelphia 76ers gave us a little peek of what playoff basketball looks like. They are going to attack the basket. Yep, And your defense, Mo, because I know you're a defensive guy, is going to be set up when they get to that free throw line more times than if they're shooting just ill-advised long threes, long yeah. shots, long rebounds. They are going to set up their defense more times than not because of the way they play on the offensive end. Yeah. As my man George Gervin once told me. Your best defense is your offense. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: well, you, very simply for the for the fans at home wondering what that means. If you make your shots on offense, Shot, that dude. means the opponent has to take the ball out, inbound the pass. ball, and bring it up. That yes. gives you time there you go. to set your defense. If you miss shots, especially threes, the opponents can get out and run and get easy baskets.
1: There you go, bro. Hey, hey, there you go. I, I thought they were very impressive. They turned up the game in the fourth quarter, and you can see the separation there. Yeah. You know, you would like to see them do it for four quarters because you're saying, well, if they did it in the fourth, why couldn't they do it early? You know, sometimes, you know, guys are whatever. But when it was time, when it came to winning time, they turned up the game, and you can see the difference between Philly and their stars and New York and their best players.
0: I like how you didn't say stars. Uh, actually, one thing one thing I've been <laughs> meaning to say with you, Regan. <laughs> Is You came on the show a couple of weeks ago And you were talking about how the best players in the world Or some of the best players the world has ever seen Have the ability to never sleep Okay, now I don't know if you saw the video Of James Harden that came out this week Where he says that he used to be in the studio With Gunner, Little Baby and these guys All the way through the whole night And then he goes to practice in the morning Without sleeping Because he said, yo, these guys in the studio I've got to be there, I've got to be hearing it Now as a lover of basketball, a lover of music And someone who doesn't sleep a lot relatable but mm-hmm. in no way in hell i'm going to an nba practice without sleeping a whole night but i just i just wanted to get your take on that because i thought that was fascinating that james Harden comes and you know, averages 30 points a night after spending eight hours in the studio with with these rappers
1: you know so it's some in some the proper platform mode, where there aren't kids listening i would love to tell you What I really want to tell you (laughs) about the true talents (laughs) of the NBA. (laughs) This isn't the family friendly show. My mom would really be happy right now because she would always tell me this. There's a time and place for everything.
0: I respect it.
1: Okay. But let me tell you this. I say this all the time, Mo, and people look at me crazy. I said the greatest player to ever play. We haven't seen him yet. I hear it. Okay. Because, Mo, I've seen some incredibly gifted players. But their true gift was the following. They never slept. And, Mo, that's a gift. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that gift. Mo, I was one of those players. (laughs) I was one of those players, Mo, that I had to get my rest. At the very least, Mo, I had to get off of my feet. But let me tell you, Mo, without telling you, some of these players (laughs) don't have to sleep. (laughs) And some of them, Mo, as talented as they are on the court, I'm more impressed with what they did off the court and was still able to give you 25, 35, 40, 50 points. And Mo, I would love to you in the right platform, Share with you some of the <laughs> stories
0: <laughs>
1: because, Bo, oh, you know the top. Hey, hey, the top seventy-five players that was on that list. My list would be a lot different than that was on the NBA's <laughs> list <laughs> because, Bo, oh, I've seen some talent. Okay, I had a veteran player tell me my rookie year. This said, young fella. He said, "I'm gonna give you the rules of this game." He said, "I like you." This is at the first day of practice. I said, "What's going on, vet?" Because you know, back then we weren't allowed to call people by their names because I was a, I was a rookie. You're I was rookie, a rookie, you
0: don't respect the rules.
1: Or a young fella, you know what I mean? I didn't even my name BJ. I didn't get called BJ until the first game of the following year. <laughs> <laughs> I was still a rookie in training camp, but then after I played the first game. They was like, okay, BJ, what's up? Okay. Okay. So he came to me. He said, young fella, let me give you the rules of this game. Okay. I said, what's the rules? He said, I'm going to give you the rules of an NBA player, an NBA professional, because I think you got a chance. I said, okay. He said, there's only one rule to being a pro. He said, "You ready?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "Yeah, yeah, vet, I'm ready. Give it to me. I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm excited." He, I got a vet telling me this early in my career. He says, "Young fella, go hard on the court and go hard off the court." <laughs> he said, "But if you can't go hard on the court, I suggest that you give one of them up."
0: it makes sense
1: it makes sense he said he he said It's only one rule to being a professional go hard on the court go hard off the court but if you can't go hard on the court i suggest that you give up one you figure out which one you need to give up the truly gifted can go hard on the court and they go hard off the court that's the truly gifted not many of those come around i feel you but when you see it bo it is one of the most impressive things i've ever seen when someone literally doesn't have to sleep doesn't have to eat doesn't stretch and goes out there and plays as if they've been sleeping for 10 hours doing all those things Well,
0: the bad news news is I do have to eat much to my demise. I do have to stretch a lot if I'm going to go hoop. And I do have to sleep just a tiny bit, just a couple of hours a night. I used to be able to get away with it, but I'm getting old now and I'm worried about my hairline disappearing if I don't sleep anymore. So I'm trying to force myself to sleep. So that does mean it's now 3 o'clock in the morning. So we're going to have to wrap this episode up. Okay. That's been another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast presented by NBA 2Gay22. Thank you, BJ, for the wisdom, the stories, the knowledge. And thank you to our friends at NBA 2K22 for sponsoring us. As I mentioned earlier, Season 5 is out now. Go and unleash your power. Get lit. Send me your PlayStation IDs and we'll play whenever I'm online. But most importantly, thank you to the listeners. We're going to be here every morning as we are every week, every day, giving you what you need to know from around the NBA. BJ, any closing thoughts to share with our family who tune into this show? Oh trust the process (laughs) (laughs) Gary Howard's for the Eastern Conference. We're gonna be back tomorrow. And until then, get buckets.